Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Elhamdülillahi lezî ba'athanana rasûlehu yetlu aleyna âyâtihi ve yuzekkîna ve yuallimuna al-kitâbe vel-hikmâ. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Allahümme Rabbena lekel hamdü li enneke entel rahmanirrahim. Allahümme Rabbena lekel hamdü li enneke entel afûl kerîm. اللهم ربنا لك الحمد لأنك تعاف السليم وتشف السقيم اللهم ربنا الحمد لله اللهم ربنا لك الحمد لأنك أنت رب العرش العظيم نشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت الرب الواحد العزيز الحكيم ونشهد أن محمدا عبدك ورسولك ونشكرك يا رب الجواد الحليم فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله عز وجل وخير الهدي هدي رسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا يقول الله عز وجل بعد أن أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قل إن صلاتي ونسكي ومحياي ومماتي لله رب العالمين لا شريك له وبذلك أمرت وأنا أول المسلمين صدق الله العظيم All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the blessed king who reigns with love from on high All praises due to Allah عز وجل Subhanahu wa ta'ala, the precious beloved Lord, whose love we cannot possibly deny. All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the merciful one who hears every gasp and knows every cry. Allahumma, Allah praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the noble liege who does not deceive and cannot lie. Nothing else is worthy of worship, worthy of worship except He, the one God whom we should never belie. And all peace and blessings be upon his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, upon him be peace, whom we love and in whom God's eternal loves, love resides as to what follows. We begin by remembering all of our sisters and brothers across the world who are in, in danger. May Allah Azza wa Jal feed them as he has fed us, shelter them as he has sheltered us, give them comfort as he has given us comfort. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stop the horror from above and below in the Holy Land and in China, and in Kashmir, and in Bangladesh, and in every area in Sudan, everywhere where our sisters and brothers are in danger. Allahumma Rabbi, Ameen. When, um, when one is applying for financial support from an institution, you have to, in the application, Fill out your net worth. Your net worth is the sum or the diff the sum of all of your assets minus all of your liabilities. Your assets are things that you own that have value, such as real estate, land, uh, possessions, uh, so on and so forth. Savings, cash, gold, whatever. Uh, and your liabilities are the debts you owe, whatever they may be. The difference between those two numbers is your net worth. Many people have a negative net worth. Their liabilities are more than their assets. Um, and many people have substantial net worth. Their assets far outweigh their liabilities. There are public officials who are being prosecuted for allegedly 
falsely inflating their asset value so to boost their net worth. And it makes me think about the... When, and, and, and in our society today, many people judge the value of a person by the value of the net worth. That this person, if they have a very inflated net worth, must, have a one, must be a great person. And I think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and our faith comes to change the frame of reference. Because your net worth does not translate to your worth as a person. Because there were many people surrounding the Messenger وسلم, peace be upon him, who had no societal net worth. And they meant a great deal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Kahf, وَلَا تَعْدُوا عَيْنَاكَ عَنْهُمْ تُرِيدُ زِينَةَ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَلَا تُطِعْ مَنْ أَغْفَلْنَا قَلْبَهُ عَنْ ذِكْرِنَا وَاتَّبَعَ هَوَاهُ وَكَانَ أَمْرُهُ فُرُطًا Don't turn your eyes away from these people. تُرِيدُ زِينَةَ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا Seeking the adornment of this lower life. In fact, some of those Sahaba, such as Khabbab ibn al-Arat radiallahu anhu, such as Bilal ibn Rabah radiallahu anhu, such as Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. In fact, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu was very, very thin, very small. And his legs were very, very small. And one time he was climbing a tree and his legs were exposed and the Sahaba laughed at how small his legs were. And the Prophet says, you guys are laughing at how thin his legs were. He said, Wallahi, if I'm paraphrasing, that one of his legs is worth more to Allah than the mountain of Uhud. And if you've been to, to Medina, you've seen the mountain of Uhud. It is humongous. Absolutely humongous. So our faith, our Prophet, peace be upon him, came to teach us true net worth. And I want to focus today on how we can elevate our spiritual net worth. How we can maximize our spiritual assets and minimize our spiritual liabilities. Because at the end of the day, our financial net worth means nothing when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In fact, those who neglect their spiritual net worth will say on the day of judgment, My money has done nothing for me. And my power has destroyed me. Crying out in anguish on Judgment Day. So, 
let us go over practical steps we can take on a daily basis to elevate our spiritual net worth, to, add, to maximize the spiritual, our spiritual assets and minimize our spiritual liability. Because the verse I quoted in Surah Al-An'am, number 62 and 63, 162 and 163. قُلْ إِنَّ صَلَاتِي Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon you, my prayers, salati, and salah also can mean my worship. Inna salati, wa nusuki, and my sacrifice, and my rituals. Wa mahyaya, and my life. Wa mamati, and my death. Lillahi rabbil alameen. Are all to God, Allah, the Lord of the worlds. La sharika lah. He has no partner. Wa bithalika umirt. This is what I have been commanded. And I am the first to, to devote myself to him. At the end of the day, our purpose, you know, there is so much questioning today among, especially the youth, about your purpose. What purpose do I have? Why am I here? Why am I doing? Where am I going? The Quran has asked that question. Where are you going to go? Where are you going? What are you doing? Why am I here? So many questions about that. And it's causing a crisis among a lot of people. Our faith and our Lord and our God told us in His Holy Word where we're going. Ya ayyuhal insan, innaka kadihun ila rabbika kadhan famuraqi. You are moving towards your Lord and you will meet Him. You are moving back to Allah whether you like it or not. The choice of how you get there is yours. You can either go willingly or you will be dragged there. Everything I do is for is dedicated to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I have not created neither the jinn nor the human being except to serve me. Worship me, serve me. That's your purpose. So how do we then maximize our spiritual assets and minimize our spiritual liability? First thing that comes to my mind, my sisters and my brothers, is the canonical prayer. And you know, I cannot, I cannot say it enough times because so many of our brothers and sisters today struggle with the canonical prayers. You know that Master Moses Peace be upon him, alayhi salam, Moses, alayhi salam, he knew us all too well. When in the Isra' and Mi'raj, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, enjoined upon the Messenger, peace be upon him, 50 prayers in, in one day. Musa, alayhi salam, was Moses. Upon him be peace, who said, whoa, 50? My people couldn't do less than that. Go ask for less. And so the Messenger وسلم, went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth until it came down to five. And even that, Musa salam, Moses knew us all too well. And he said, Five? <laughs> my people can't, my people could not do less than that. Go ask your Lord for less. And he said, I can't. I'm, I'm ashamed. And so Allah says, It is five in ada, five in, in, in practice. وَخَمْسِينَ فِي الْأَجْرِ And 50 in reward. Now, 
for those of you in finance, a 3x return on an investment is fantastic. The private equity guys that I talk to, when they exit an investment, they try to get at least 3x return. So if they put in $65 million, they want to come out with $195 million in an investment. If someone came to you and said, I will give you a guaranteed 10x return, people will be falling over themselves giving, giving money. Guaranteed 10x return. That is the guarantee return on investment of the daily prayer. I am not talking about nafil. I am not talking about qiyam layl. I am not talking about tahajjud. I am not talking about any of those things. And all of those things are noble. All of those things we should strive to. I am saying the basic canonic prayer. And we've talked about that in the past. I've been, I was in a Muslim country and the, the Adhan, beautiful masjid, old, older than America itself. The event is called and they're sitting outside looking on, I don't know what they're doing, TikTok or something. And then the, the line inside the masjid, humongous, masalla, and not even one line. What's happening? What's happening? The, 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 the canonical daily prayers are an absolute must. They are an absolute must. And the messenger وسلم, he said, if, if someone were to live on a river and wash themselves five times a day, would that person ever be dirty? And they said, by no way. No way. Think about it. You're showering five times a day. Well, he said, that is the prayer. It washes the person from sins every time he does it. And let's think about the time investment because we're all, we, you know, short of time. Take a look at your screen time on your phone and see how much time we spend on the various social media that we, that we consume. A phenomenal prayer, I would think, is five minutes. I mean, phenomenal, right? Five, five minutes. In a waking day, because I'm, I'm assuming everyone's getting eight hours of sleep, which you should, as a sleep specialist, eight hours is what you're supposed to get. So out of the 16-hour waking day, we are saying, Allah, not we, Allah Azza is asking for 25 minutes. Is that too much to ask? For a 10x reward and a cleansing of sin, raising our spiritual assets and erasing our spiritual liabilities. The canonical prayer. It has to be part and parcel of what we do. Before we post on LinkedIn our new position, when we get into our office and our new job, we should open up the qibla and figure out where is the Qibla and how am I going to pray. Before we post, I am happy to announce that I am the new regional marketing, whatever. That's what we have to worry about when we get into a new job.
the canonical prayer. I cannot, I cannot stress it enough because it is so important to our ritual practice. In the salati, salati, my prayer, wanusiki, and my ritual. It's so important. The canonical prayer. After the canonical prayer, there are several hadith. If we can implement these, again, humongous amount of spiritual assets. The Prophet ﷺ said, after the salah, if you read Ayat al-Kursi, okay, verse number, I think it's 255 in Surah Al-Baqarah, all you have to do to go to Jannah is to pass away. You know, it's funny. In my field, you know, I deal with a lot of death in the, in, in the ICU, and I used to say, you know, everyone wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die to get there. And it's interesting, right? When we when we say Ayat al-Kursi, right? All you have to do is to, is to go to Jannah is to die. <laughs> then if we say Subhanallah 33 times, and Alhamdulillah 33 times, and Allahu Akbar 33 times, it is tremendous forgiveness and and and, re, and reward. They will be their their sins will be forgiven. The Prophet said. Uh, that if you say subhanallah and alhamdulillah wa uh, uh, alhamdulillah allahu akbar and then say la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah lahu almulk lahu alhamd wa huwa ala kulli shay'in qadir your sins are forgiven even if they were like the foam of the sea think about the foam on the top of the ocean Every time. Every time. Think about that. How much is that? 30 seconds? Raise your spiritual assets and lower your spiritual liabilities. One time Fatima, she asked her dad, I, I need a servant. I need a servant. And so he said, let me tell you something better than this. He said, before you sleep, you say subhanallah 33 times walhamdulillah 33 times wallahu akbar 34 times and that's better than that and they, they so they they started doing that when you read ayat al-kursi the same ayah before you sleep allah will protect you in fact i remember uh, hearing a hadith where he sent an angel to protect you and you know the angels as we learned in the Battle of Badr, the angels have lightsabers. Because when they fought the, the Mushrikeen, the Prophet said, do you want to tell which of the ones were killed by the angels? They have uh, uh, traces of burning because they had swords of fire. Lightsabers. So, you are now sending Allah an angel to protect you when you read Ayat al -Kursi. There is a dua called Sayyidul Istighfar, the chief of the prayers for forgiveness. And, we're, and we'll, we, will, we will go over it. I'm recording the khutbah, and if you and so if all these dua, you can have it later uh, if you'd like. Allahumma anta rabbi. Oh Allah, oh God, you are my Lord. Khalaqtani wa ana abduk. You created me, and I am your servant. Wa ana ala ahdika wa wa'dika mastata'at. And I am 
following your covenant and your promise to the best of my ability. I seek refuge in you from the evil of what I've done. I acknowledge your favors upon me. And I acknowledge my sin. So therefore, forgive me. For no one forgives sins except you. That dua gives us the relationship, one of gratitude, that I recognize the amount of bounty you've given me, and I recognize I've fallen short by my sin. So I have nowhere to go but to you, with my hands open in forgiveness. So please forgive me because no one besides you does it. That erases your spiritual liabilities. The Messenger said in another hadith, in Surah Al-Bukhari, I believe, in, in, in uh, the, 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 no, the, the, connection, uh, the collection of uh, An-Nawawi, he said, Be conscious of God wherever you are. And follow a sin with a good deed and it will obliterate it, it will erase it. And treat the people with good character. You know, when we have a when we do a uh, freedom of information request from the government, I want to see this document or whatever. And you go and you go and you do all and then finally at the end of the day, like, okay, we'll release the document, and then 90% is redacted. It's like black marker. I release the document. Well, good deeds and istighfar and the salah, they redact the sins that are being recorded. Black marker. Not only that, they replace them with good deeds. Brothers, can you please if you can move forward, inshallah, as much as you can. Please, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you, brothers and sisters. So think about that. That it's not, not only is it redacted, but it's replaced. And then there's replaced. Allah says in multiple areas of the Quran, that Allah replaces their sayyat, their sins, with hasanat, with good, with, with good deeds. Think about that. Think about that. Um, when we shop in the marketplace, before you go to the, to the marketplace, you should read this dua. La ilaha illallah. Wahdahu la sharika lah. Lahul mulk wa lahul hamd. Yuhyi wa yumit. Wa huwa hayyun la yamut. Biyadihi al-khayr. Wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadir. According to Imam Umar Suleiman, one million sins are erased and one million duties will be placed. When you go to the market. And you know what? When we open up Amazon, that's going to the market. Say it. Say it. It's nothing on the tongue, and humongous in reward. 
the Prophet also said, Kalimatan khafifatan ala lisan, faqilatan ala mizan. Two words that are light on the tongue are heavy on the scale. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, subhanallah al azim. Again, raising our spiritual assets and erasing the spiritual liability. In fact, it is recorded in the, in the tradition that the left-sided angel doesn't write the sin right away. Waits. Why? To give us chance to ask for forgiveness. Not, you know, the good deed, right away. And in fact, the Quran says, in also Surah Al-An'am, the Quran says, مَنْ جَاءَ بِالْحَسَنَةِ فَلَهُ حَشْرَةَ أَمْثَالِهَا وَمَنْ جَاءَ بِالسَّيِّئَةِ فَلَا يُجْزَى إِلَّا مِثْلَهَا وَهُمْ لَا يُظْلَمُونَ Whoever does comes with a good deed, hasana, he will be multiplied 10x, 10 times. And whoever comes with a bad deed, one time. I <laughs> like, it's just so hard to, to contemplate and wrap our head around the majesty and the beauty of our Lord. And how simple it is to maximize our spiritual net worth. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم من كل ذنب عظيم توب إلى الله إن الله يحب التوابين ويحب المتصاهرين واستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa mamwala amma ba'd. There is another hadith, no, so there's another hadith that's actually quite, quite frightening, and I want to go over it. The Prophet talking about net worth. The Prophet he asked, Atadruna mal muflis? Who do you think is the bankrupt one? Zero net worth. They said, they answered, Al Muflis Fina Menla Dirham Lahuala Matar. The bankrupt one among us has no money. He said, Qal, Asasalam, In Al Muflis Min Ummati Yati Yomil Kiyama Bisala, Wasiam, Wazaka, Wayati. وَيَأْتِي قَدْ شَتَمَ هَذَا وَقَذَفَ هَذَا وَأَكَلَ مَالَ هَذَا وَسَفَكَ دَمَ هَذَا وَضَرَبَ هَذَا فَيُعْتِ هَذَا مِنْ حَسَنَاتِهِ هَذَا مِنْ حَسَنَاتِهِ فَإِنْ فَمِيَتْ حَسَنَاتَهُ قَبْلَ أَنْ يَقْدِي مَا عَلَيْهِ أَخَذَ مِنْ خَطَايَاهُمْ خَطَايَاهُمْ فَتُرِحَتْ عَلَيْهِ ثُمَّ تُرِحَ فِي النَّارِ عَوْدِ بِاللَّهِ He asked, who do you think is the bankrupt? And they said, no money, zero net worth. He said, the muflis, the bankrupt of my ummah, is the one who comes on the day of judgment with salah and siyam and zakah. But he cursed so-and-so. 
He cheated so-and-so. He struck so-and-so. He killed so-and-so. And so what's the currency on Judgment Day? Your deeds. That's all, you, that's all we have. And the Day of Judgment is the Day of Justice. People are coming for their justice. And so they say, Hisham did this to me. Ahmed did that to me. Fatima did this to me. I want my payment. You don't have any other currency except your deeds. So what did you give him your good deeds? And if there's a long line of people waiting for their payment, and you say, Oh, I'm out, you take their sins. Sins you didn't even commit. Could you imagine Salah and Siyam? Man, people who know me know how hard it is for me to fast. All that effort gone. Why? Because of my character. I talked about someone behind their back. I cheated them in business. How many of us do that? We're messing with eternity and salvation. Can you just imagine? All that we did goes for nothing because of how we treated others around us. And he didn't say Muslim. He said Hava, that person. That's, that's terrifying to me. Because when you look at, again, think about it, guys and sisters, for someone to go to hellfire, with all that we've talked about, Salah forgives sins. Friday to Friday forgives sins. Umrah to Umrah. When you go to Umrah, every Salah in the Mecca, in Mecca, in the Haram, 100,000 times. Every funeral prayer in the Haram is 100,000 Uhuds. And they have a funeral prayer every single Salah. When you go, and I pray everyone gets to go. Inshallah. Amin. I mean, and then, but from if you read Surah Al-Kahf, which I encourage everyone to do, it's forgiveness of sins. When you stub your toe, it's forgiveness of sins. When you, I mean, so and when you make that du'a, it's forgiveness of sins. When you, Subhanallah, forgiveness of sins. So for someone to come on the day of judgment with more, with a negative net worth, you you have to try to go to hellfire. Like you have to actively try. To go to hell. <laughs> Let us not be one of those people. May Allah protect us all. Let us look at how we can every day look at the opportunities, simple things that we can do to maximize our spiritual assets and minimize our spiritual liabilities. The liabilities are coming. ibn Adam as the Messenger of told us. Every son of Adam is a sinner. So what did he say? The best of the sinners are those who seek repentance, who those who come back to Allah. And at the end, let me say again, nothing you have done ever is bigger than God's mercy. He said in the, in the, in the sacred hadith, I am as my servant sees I am.
If he remembers me in himself, I remember him in myself. If he remembers me in an assembly, I remember him in an assembly better. If he comes to me one step, I take two to him. If he comes to me with an arm's leg, I come two to him. If he comes to me walking, I come to him running. If he comes to me with the earth full of sin, as long as he does not ascribe partners to me, I will welcome him with an equal amount of forgiveness. Nothing we have ever done is bigger than God's mercy. Internalize that truth and remember and take the, the small opportunities from now to make sure our net worth on Judgment Day is as maximum as possible. So ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to maximize our spiritual net worth. Ya Allah, you give us so much benefit and na'mah and mercy that we can't even count one of them. And we show you the ugliness of our sins, so please turn to us in soothing, loving, forgiveness and mercy. Ya Allah, give us the strength to rise above the weaknesses we have as human beings to be the best believers possible. Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Forgive us whenever we slip and fall off the path. Ya Allah Azza wa Jal, protect us from the, from, the, from the tricks and the deceptions of shaitan. Ya Allah Azza wa Jal, allow us to be among those when we are seen, you are remembered. Allow the light of your, judgment, your guidance and your, your beauty and your love shine forth from our hearts for everyone else to see and feel and, and, and uh, benefit from. Rabbina atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa khina adab al-nar ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار وأجرنا من النار يا عزيز ويا غفار وادخلنا الفردوس الأعلى واحشرنا مع النبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين وحسن أولئك رفيقا عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإتاء ذي القربة وينهى, وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون أذكروا الله يذكركم Remember God and he will remember you واشكروه يزدكم and be grateful to him he will give you more واستغفروه ask for his forgiveness ويغفر لكم he will forgive you وأقم الصلاة